Welcome to the Non-Anxious Leader Podcast. I'm Jack Shitama, author, teacher, speaker, and coach. I focus on your spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being to help you be the best leader possible. Each episode explores research and practical tips so you can be a non-anxious presence personally and professionally. And now, here's the show. Welcome to episode 13 of the Non-Anxious Leader Podcast. I'm Jack Shatama, and today we are going to talk about the relationship between values, rules, and motivation. The online retailer Zappos is obsessed with customer service, and in 2012, they made a big splash when one of their customer service specialists set a record for being on the phone with one of their customers for 10 hours and 29 minutes. That record was actually broken in June of 2016 with a call of 10 hours and 43 minutes, which was then broken again in April of 2017 with a call of 10 hours and 51 minutes. Now, you might say, what are they talking about? Why would they spend so much time on the phone? But one of the things that Zappos is focused on is not making the sale. They're focused on developing relationships with their customers. So they actually applaud their employees doing something like this. And perhaps it might seem a little bit excessive, but if a customer wants to talk that long, the Zappos customer service specialist will stay on the phone. In one of those situations, a post on the Zappos website said that uh, the employee only took one bathroom break and that colleagues brought him food and water so that he could stay in the conversation with the customer. Another company that is famous for its customer service is Southwest Airlines. They uh, also give their employees quite a bit of latitude to satisfy their customers. One story that's told by one of their executives is the example of a man who approached a flight attendant with news that he was going to propose to his girlfriend on the flight. The flight attendant did more than just say congratulations, but found a complimentary bottle of champagne for the couple and also taught the man how to use the intercom system so the proposal could be done for everyone to hear. So this is going above and beyond again to create that kind of experience that is going to keep customers happy and develop customers for life. When speaking about this experience, Teresa Laraba, Southwest Airlines Vice President, said this, quote, I can't tell you how many times that exact situation has happened. When you give employees latitude, it makes them feel happier in the workplace, and when they come in contact with a customer, they only extend how they already feel about their environment, end quote. Of course, Southwest Airlines and Zappos aren't the only companies that focus on the customer experience, and there are many companies who have examples of how they've wowed uh, those that they serve. But this this actually highlights the idea that there is a culture of service. There is a culture that promotes this kind of engagement with the people that they serve. And to create a culture like this 
one needs to understand the difference between rules and values. An article on the Center for Parenting Education website highlights the contrast between two different types of statements. So uh, let me give you some examples. Raise your hand if you want to talk in class. And then in contrast, every student needs a chance to contribute and be heard because every voice matters. Another example they give is no talking in the hallways. In contrast, we respect others' learning time by being quiet in the hallways. As you can imagine, these are contrasts between rules and values. Raise your hand if you want to talk in class. That is a rule. The fact that we want to make sure every voice matters, that every student can contribute is a value. They use some examples from home life as well. So here's a rule. Clean up that mess in the kitchen or you can't watch TV. That's a rule. Values would be we respect each other by cleaning up after ourselves. Now, you might think that this is a little bit utopian, that it maybe is unrealistic, but we know that people don't want to be told what to do. They want to be given latitude to choose their own destiny, even children. And and I would say that this stays with us throughout our lives. So even as we become adults, maybe especially as we become adults, we don't want to be told what to do. We want to be able to decide how we should do things. The examples that were given are examples that emphasize values-based parenting. And the idea is, is that if you emphasize rules, kids will want to break them. But if you emphasize values, the kids will know when they have crossed a line and when they are actually acting according to the values of the family. This approach even goes so far as to contend that when a child does cross that line, that's outside the values of the family that she or he will feel guilty and that is a good thing because they know that they have done something wrong. Going back to the 10-hour phone call, Zappos doesn't focus on getting the sale. They focus on building relationships. They focus on a value rather than rules. If, if sales were their most important criterion, then they would use metrics to evaluate their phone reps but instead they focus on this value of building relationships with their customers. I went on the Zappos website and they have an article on customer obsessed culture and they ask this question, do you have more customer service rules and policies than common sense? And their point is they say that you can't predict every scenario that an employee may deal with in dealing with a customer. And even if you could, it would take pages and pages and pages to write out the proper policies and procedures so that they could actually follow them. And it would really just be wasted effort because even if you tried to script out every possible response, you would still end up missing uh, some and even when you were on target they would come across as disingenuous so instead what they do is they they set a value they instill a value and this is the value that they instill always do what's right for the customer even if that means staying on the phone for 10 hours here's an interesting thing about southwest 
airlines, they don't put their customers first. In fact, here are their priorities in order of importance. They rank their employees first, their customers second, and their shareholders third. So they actually put their employees before their customers. And here's what they say on their website. We believe that if we treat our employees right, they will treat our customers right. And in turn, that results in increased business and profits that make everyone happy. So they have a value of actually putting the employee first and creating a culture based around these values. So they believe if they take care of their employees, their employees will be motivated, take pride in what they do, and this will translate into doing what's best for the customer. So two different approaches, but both based on values, not rules. Zappos says do what's right for the customers. Southwest says we put our employees first. Both are values that help guide what happens in the company. In some ways, they are two sides of the same coin. It's not that Zappos doesn't care about their employees. In fact, one of their most popular programs among staff is what they call the co-worker bonus. So each month, every employee can give $50 to another employee. This is paid for by the company. Every month, an employee can gift $50 to another employee using the criterion that the coworker went above and beyond for the employee that nominates them. It reinforces this idea that to serve the customer, employees need to take care of each other. I am guessing that if you are listening to this podcast, you are probably in an organization of some kind that is serving other people, whether that is a ministry or a nonprofit organization or a service-based organization. And each organization is different. So it's not that you should try to mimic what Zappos or Southwest does. But what you do want to do is you want to be able to focus on establishing core values that guide what happens in your organization. So it's not about setting rules and policies and procedures, and we do need those for certain things. But in terms of really fulfilling your mission, what kind of values are you instilling and emphasizing, and why does that matter? The main reason why values are more important than rules in creating the kind of organization that really goes above and beyond is because of intrinsic motivation which comes from within. This is compared to extrinsic motivation which is driven by external factors such as money, social status, or the approval of others. And while the latter is not always bad, those who work in mission-based organizations also often do so because of intrinsic motivations. Understanding how this works can help you as a leader. And one way to understand this is to understand self-determination theory. This is accepted by most psychologists as explaining the factors that go into intrinsic motivation. And according to this theory, there are three things that are most important in developing motivation. A sense of autonomy, a sense of competence, and a sense of relatedness. A sense of autonomy is another way of saying nobody likes to be told what to do. The idea is that people want to have an influence on what goes on in their life. And this is different than being a control freak. Control freaks want to control external conditions as well as other people. But all of us want autonomy. All of us want the ability to 
have some influence on our actions. This is why self-differentiation is so important. When you are self-differentiated, you know what you want, you know what you believe, but you only take responsibility for yourself. An effective leader will say, this is what I think we should do. Feel free to disagree. I'm just telling you where I stand. Or we'll talk about the values of the organization. This is why I believe we should do this. Likewise, when you realize you can't control others, you can give them the freedom to make their own choices. You are able to focus on the values of your organization, but allow people to make their choices within that. The second component of intrinsic motivation, according to self-determination theory, is a sense of competence. And there is a paradox here that is understood in family systems theory, and that is you can't make another person responsible. In fact, the very act of trying to make someone responsible takes away their responsibility. And in the same way, you can't make another person competent. You can offer assistance, but you can't do it for them. If you do deep down, they'll know that they didn't do it, making them feel less competent. When you focus on values instead of rules, you give people the leeway to try things that sometimes won't work. And if they don't work, they learn from that and they grow in their sense of competence. If they always have to follow the rules, they're just not feeling like they're doing it themselves and it does not promote a sense of competence. Finally, the third component of intrinsic motivation is a sense of relatedness. And by being a leader who focuses on the values of the organization, you give them a sense of relatedness to you. Hopefully they respect you because they agree with those values. You give them a sense of relatedness to the mission of the organization. And you also promote relatedness between those on the staff, those who are working together, and those that they serve. So that it all comes together and this idea that the work that people are doing really makes a difference. So in summary, while rules are important, and there are some times when rules have to be followed for the sake of safety or government regulation, or just being able to have consistent results for certain processes, values really do matter. Being a leader who focuses on the values of your organization, being a leader who helps people to have a sense of autonomy that they can actually do their very best work within the values that you help to reinforce for the organization. You're going to help people be their best and do their best. And that's really our role as a leader. I had great advice from a mentor a long time ago, and that was my role as a leader is to ask people, how can I help you succeed? And what I've learned is one of the ways that we can help people succeed as a leader is to have the right kind of values, both personally and for the organization, and then help to promote those values so that people can act within them to be their very best selves. So that's it for this week. I will put links to some of the materials that I referenced in the show notes, and you can access those at the nonanxiousleader.com forward slash 13. That's the number one three. And as always, you can also find information at www.thenonanxiousleader.com. So until next week, thanks and goodbye. Thank you for listening. 
If you found this episode helpful, there are two things you can do to help others find this podcast. First, tap the subscribe button on your podcast app. And second, leave a review. I appreciate your help. Finally, you can find more resources as well as subscribe to my blog at thenonanxiousleader.com. Now, go be yourself.